welcome to Quirky Cooking Chats. I hope you've had a lovely holiday and you've taken some time off and just rested and spent time with friends and family and had really good food over the holiday season. And I hope you're looking forward to a brand new year. I know out there on social media, there's so many posts about um, starting your new habits for the year and your new resolutions and planning for the year ahead, but I don't know about you, I'm having a soft start to the year. <laughs> Some years I sit down and do a heap of journaling and planning for the year ahead, um, sort of right at the end of the last year or on New Year's Day, but this year I did not manage that and I still have not managed that. And I want to encourage you that you can slowly add in your healthy habits and your um, new things that you want to work into your life little by little and it doesn't have to start on January the 1st. <laughs> so at the end of last year I was chatting on social media um, to my community and I was talking about how um, you know we often want to have a bit of a reset in January with our health and that's that's a great idea. I mean most of us sort of go downhill a little bit by the end of the year we're tired um, we start having a lot more sugary foods and a lot more carbs and a lot more refined foods and maybe some things that we wouldn't usually eat at all these parties and get-togethers for Christmas and New Year's. Um, and then we start to feel a bit low energy and blur and we're like, oh, I need to lose some weight and I need to get my energy back and I need to do a detox. So that's when all like all over social media you've probably noticed this you start getting hammered with green juice cleanse parasite cleanse you know all these different things that people say this will change your life this is what you should do to feel healthy and energetic and happy and ready for the new year it can get really confusing and overwhelming and you know, you might get all excited about one of these um, protocols and jump in and start working on it. And then within no time, you sort of like lost interest and you're back to your usual way of eating or, um, you know, you're just feeling a bit blah and so you just can't be bothered anymore. So that's pretty usual. Um, and my approach is different. I, I do love the GAPS protocol for um, just really revitalizing your health and energy and um, reducing food reactions and intolerances and allergies and just really helping with all the inflammation, getting that reduced. Um, and if I'm gonna do anything, what I'm gonna do is start putting more of those healing foods that I learned through the GAPS protocol, putting them back into my diet because we do get slack and we do find that sometimes we have to, you know, give ourselves a bit of a pinch and say, come on, start getting those healing foods back in your diet. You've been slack. So I've been working on just gradually adding healing foods back in more and more. It's a bit of an ebb and flow, I find. You know, there'll be seasons of life where you feel like you're so on top of things. You, you're exercising every morning, you're drinking filtered water and Soleil water and you're getting out in the sunshine every day and you're um, journaling and you're making sure that you eat um, healthy food, you're clean eating and you're having stock and you're, you know, you're doing all these things and then 
um, something can come up that makes everything too hard. Like for me, I was doing really well last year with my healthy habits. I did a video on healthy habits and talked about how I was implementing different habits into my life by habit stacking and starting with tiny habits. And I gave some examples of things that I that was working for, that were working for me. Um, and then I got COVID. Yay, just like everybody else pretty much. Um, and my energy levels were really depleted for a couple of weeks. And of course I didn't exercise. Um, I always sat in the sunshine whenever I could um, because that's so important for healing. Um, I still drank my water and things like that. But my, I think my motivation and my energy levels both went down. And that's one thing I really noticed with having COVID is um, my motivation yeah, it just really got a hit. I didn't really feel motivated to work on those healthy habits for a long time. Um, and just a little side note here, um, I recently found out that NAC, I'm not gonna try and say the full name, but the abbreviation is NAC. Um, it's a supplement that's a really powerful antioxidant. Um, I found out recently, I know it's really good for helping you um, to get through COVID quickly and um, not have major issues. But it's also, um, apparently it's been studied recently and shown that it is really good for motivation. Something I need to take that regularly. Um, this is not a sponsored post. I do not have any um, affiliation with anyone that makes NAC. I just thought that was a really interesting thing and I'll put the link below to the study that I saw. Um, but yeah trying to get that motivation back and the willpower and the and this is what i talk about in the healthy habits video if you haven't watched that you may want to watch that before too long um it's not just about uh i'm weak i don't have the willpower to stay on track with my goals it's not about that um it's about finding a way that works for you and that is sustainable to keep that healthy habit in your everyday life. So for example, um, you may have the goal to drink enough filtered water for the day for your body weight. So you can go online and you can figure it out, how much should you be drinking in average, obviously. Um, and, but you just find you can't, you can't do it because you forget or you're just not that into drinking water and you have cups of tea instead or coffee. Um, so what I did to get my water intake up because I wasn't drinking enough for a while there um, was when I got out of bed, my habit was to go and switch on the kettle to make a coffee. So I made a new habit that when I went into the kitchen and walked towards the kettle, I had to fill up my water bottle from the filter first, which is right next to the kettle. And I had to drink a whole bottle of water before I was allowed to turn on that kettle. And um, I started that slowly. Like I started with one cup of water, then two cups of water, then my bottle is three cups of water. And then another habit that I was working on was sitting in the sunshine first thing in the morning. So I um, started going, okay, now that I've filled up my water bottle, I'm not just gonna stand here by the kitchen bench and drink it. I'm gonna go out in the sunshine to drink my water. And so that became a new habit. And that's what they call habit stacking, that you're attaching a new habit to an old habit. So my old habit was going and switching on the kettle to make coffee. My new habit was 
drink water, then make the coffee. And then the next habit was fill up the water bottle, step, sit in the sun, drink the water, come back inside to make my coffee. So um, little by little, I started adding better habits into my daily life. And I was talking about it on social media recently and saying, does anyone want help with this? Do you want to maybe do this together? And I had so many people answer me, probably a thousand people answered me to say, yes, please, can we do this together? Um, and I did mention gut healing food as well as healthy habits. So I've just been like, honestly, if you know me, you know that it's all very, you know, see what the day brings and let's not put too much stress on ourselves and let's not set super high expectations and then crash and burn and tell ourselves we're hopeless. Let's not do any of that. Let's just see what healthy habits we can gradually introduce into our everyday schedule in a way that's sustainable and doable and gradual and gentle. All the things that Elise and I teach in our online program for gut health, just really gently adding in healthy habits little by little. So um, the week before New Year's, I kind of started working towards it um, because I'm not a diet starts Monday kind of person. And I don't think um, you should just say, well, I'm just gonna, you know, go for it and completely wreck my health before New Year's and then on New Year's Day then I'm going to be healthy like it doesn't work like that <laughs> you have to gradually ease into it and so um, even the week of Christmas to New Year's I was gradually adding in more stock drinking more stock um, and if anyone wants to know about that um, I'll talk about that in a minute um, I was gradually starting to have soleil water in the mornings um, I was trying to reduce the amount of um, sweets and treats and things that were um, so prevalent during the Christmas dinners and everything. And I really mostly ate healthy treats anyway during all the Christmas stuff. I think the worst thing I had was probably um, the maple butter toffee, which has a lot of coconut sugar in it. So I did, um, I was careful about that, but I did have a bit of that. But other than that, I had um, naturally sweetened, grain-free, nourishing kind of treats. But even that, I started to reduce that little by little. And um, yeah, by the time I got into the first week, the first few days of the new year, um, I was still having some treats and some chocolate now and then. Um, and I'm not going hardcore, black and white, old year, new year. Um, regular diet gaps. I'm not doing that. And I just wanted to show that in my um, social media stories to help people to realize it doesn't have to be um, an all or nothing approach. And an all or nothing approach usually doesn't work for long anyway. Um, just a little bit of background for those of you who don't know me well or haven't seen one of my videos before. Um, when so a few years ago when my son Isaac was 13, we had to do a healing protocol to help him to um, improve his health because he had severe OCD, anxiety, depression, um, he wasn't growing, um, we had food intolerances in the family, we had candida, we had, um, I had low weight problems, um, we had skin issues, we had low energy, 
we were getting sick all the time. So as a family, we did the GAPS protocol. So that's a gut healing um, diet and, and lifestyle, diet and lifestyle. Um, so we started working on that and we, we worked gradually into it for about a month before we did the hardcore intro GAPS. Like we didn't just go regular diet, intro GAPS. So if anyone's thinking about doing GAPS, please don't do that unless you're, if you're working with a practitioner, see what they say. But honestly, it can be so overwhelming and stressful to do that, that it ends up being something that you absolutely hate and you give up on. And then you say GAPS didn't work. Um, so my recommendation is to gently start adding in the healing foods and for about a month, try and work on slowing down your life, adding in healing foods, learning how to cook that way, learning to make stocks, learning to make fermented foods, and then gradually adding those in. And then when you're ready and when life is not so crazy and not so busy, then you start intro gaps if that's what you need. Most people don't need intro gaps. Most people do quite fine with a whole foods, full gaps kind of approach. And that's what I'm showing at the moment in my um, social media stories and posts is how to adjust your diet to be more of a whole food healing diet, just gradually and adding things in. So if you're a um, all or nothing person, this could be hard for you. Um, we, Elise and I find in our online program that we have people that say in the first week we talk just about reducing stress and we'll have people say, well, can you please give me a meal plan? Can you tell me what not to eat and what to eat? And we're like, no, we can't because everybody's different. We can't just say everybody must eat this and must not eat that. Um, it's something that you gradually adjust and as you start adding in the healing foods, you lose the cravings for the foods that are not so healthy and you start to move closer and closer to a traditional healing diet. Um, but everyone's at a different stage of starting and you can't all just go overnight to um, a hardcore gut healing diet. You've got to gradually work into it. So it's going to take a different amount of time for different families. It also depends if everybody in the family is on board or if only mum wants to do it and everybody else is pushing against that. And so she's got to like get healing foods into the meals wherever she can, but she can't force it. So yeah, it's, it's not something that um, happens overnight and it needs to be a much gentler approach than a lot of protocols out there. We really, we really believe that. Okay, so here's some things that I've started um, sharing on social media. I thought I'll just share them on my podcast for a while as well. Um, I'm doing maybe three to five healthy habits a week. So it's not even every day. It's really just every day or two, I'll post another healthy habit and they're not really in any particular order. Um, you just need to pick what you want to work on first and start working on that. And it's not like, um, there's no right and wrong. There's no, you must do this first, then this, then this. It's just start adding healthy foods into the diet wherever it works for you, start add, adding healthy lifestyle changes into your life as it works for you. So the first one that I actually shared, which um, people may be surprised at, was journaling. So I didn't start with 
get rid of all the gluten and dairy from your house. <laughs> I started with journaling. And the reason for that is when you're starting to think about changes and think about your health, you really need to dig down into, um, into yourself and start thinking, why do I wanna do this? What's my goals? Where am I going? Where do I want to go? Um, how have I been feeling? So grab a journal, grab a notebook, or if you're a digital person, you can do, um, you, can, you can just quickly type things into the phone notes because then you'll have a, a date and you'll be able to search things or you can um, get online journaling apps. I really love having a journal that's actually a paper book and um, I just like to handwrite because I feel like it's a really create, it helps me to be more creative and to, um, yeah, it's lovely to look back on as well. You've got that to look back on later and to see how far you've come and it's chronological and you can put a date at the top of each um, entry and go back and say, oh my goodness, I remember that happened on that date. So it's really good to have a journal and I really recommend with starting by writing down where you're at and what you want to change and why. Um, in our gut health program, we call this the health goals and we talk about how it's really important to um, have a clear idea in your mind of what you want with your health. Like, are you want, and it's not just health as in gut health, but lifestyle health and mental health and emotional health, all of those things are included. So you may say, I just want to have um, a lot more energy so I don't need to take a nap in the afternoon. I want my blood sugar levels to be more stable so I'm not just up and down and crashing and having to eat constantly. Um, I want to lose a bit of weight and maybe you can say how much weight you want to lose um, or gain weight. For me, it was gain weight years ago. Um, you may say, I want to spend more time with my family and friends doing things that we love and not just um, getting on a hamster wheel of work, 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 work come home quickly, slap something in the pan for dinner, go to bed because I'm exhausted. You know, you want to actually live. So write down what kind of goals you have. And one thing that I really think is good to write down is what is your ideal morning? Like if you could get up in the morning and have a really lovely morning every single day, like you've got to dash out to work or to take the kids to school, but before that, what do you want your morning to look like? What would you love to fit in to your mornings? So for me, it might be um, get up, drink my soleil water, drink my filtered water, um, sit outside in the sunshine, do some journaling, do some movement, do some gardening, have a good breakfast with protein and good fats. Um, and then, you know, chat to the kids and family while they're sort of up and about. So we've got that bit of connection in the morning um, and then go to work. So for me, that's kind of my ideal morning, but write it down, write down what you want and then you can start working out how to get there. Um, so I also find journaling is just a really good creativity boost. If you don't use it as, um, like some people use journaling as um, setting goals, planning, 
organizing, um, that kind of thing. And some people use it more as a um, creativity boost. So I do both. I, I do more like a bullet journal approach where everything is in the same journal and it's just dated and you can go back and find things and it's got everything from to-do lists to meal plans to fridge audits to goals and dreams to health goals to stories, poems, song words, you know, it's got everything. And it's really nice to look back on. Um, so it is a wonderful creativity boost and it also works as a brain dump and helps you to reduce stress as you get things off your mind and onto paper and then you can set it aside and not have to think about it until you're ready to think about it. So if you've got all these things buzzing around in your head, get them down in your journal. Even if it's just a messy list, it doesn't have to look beautiful. No one else has to ever see this journal. Um, you can just put all your mess out of your head and onto paper and then, then you can start to sort through it because you can see it. Um, and you can say, okay, I've got all this stuff in my head that I'm trying not to forget, put it down on paper and then you won't forget it because it's there and you can put it out of your mind and go do something else and come back later. Um, so just remember your journal is for you. It's not for other people to read. So don't worry about it being neat, or wonderfully written. Um, just jot down whatever you're thinking about. Thoughts, plans, things you need to organize, prayers, complaints, dreams, things that you're crying about, things that you're laughing about, stories, poems, gratitude. Um, a gratitude journal is a great, like just jotting down things you're grateful for each day. Things you're trying to puzzle out and that you're trying to understand. Sometimes writing them down just helps you to work it out in your mind. Um, whatever you feel you have in your head, just write it down. And every day will be different. Some days you'll have time to dream and plan and be creative and um, write, you know, write about your day in a really creative way. Um, but other times it'll just be a quick brain dump and then make a to-do list from that with three or four things that you've got to get done that day and then dash out the door. So some days it'll be quick in the morning and some days it'll be um, take your time. And I find some days I don't get it done until I go to bed and then I just do some gratitude journaling. So. We talked about writing down your ideal morning schedule. Another good way to begin journaling is to watch my healthy habits video and write down some tiny habits or some habit stacking that you want to try and begin working on. But don't try to do them all at once, one at a time. Um, then also doing a brain dump. So that's just jotting down all the to-dos and busy things in your head, higgledy-piggledy, no specific order. Just get them out of your head and onto paper. And then write a short to-do list from that brain dump with today's most important priorities, but not too many because you can always come back if you have more time or come back tomorrow and make another list. Um, so what I do is a brain dump for the week and then I keep going back to that and checking that each day um, to make my to-do list. And then I tick off my to-do list and I tick it off on the brain dump as well. Um, so just once a week, maybe brain dump and add to it as you think of it. Like sometimes you wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh my goodness, I forgot to pay that bill. Um, that's when I find my phone notepad handy because I can, in the dark, grab my phone, write it on my phone notepad and then add it to my list the next day. 
gratitude journal. So that's writing down what you're grateful for today. And it can be really tiny things like, I don't know how many times I've been like, thank you, thank you, thank you for this wonderful mattress. <laughs> you know, a comfortable mattress is an amazing thing. Um, or pillow or silk pillowcase or the breeze from the open window at night or the, the sound of the frogs croaking, which just makes me happy at night. I don't know why, I just love that sound. Um, so whatever it is you're feeling grateful for, or it could be, you know, the wonderful chat that you had with your best friend today or um, the time that you had one-on-one -on -one with one of your kids or your, or your mum. Um, so write down at least three things. I think three is a good number. Write down three things you're grateful for. And that really is a good way to end the day or start the day. So wherever it works for you. And then another idea is your creative or meditative writing. So writing down what you're thinking about, reading about, trying to puzzle out. Um, or if you can't think of anything to write about, just look around you, like sit outside if you can. I sometimes go and sit at a waterfall because um, we have one like two minutes from, the, from my office, just near my house. Um, I'll sit at a waterfall or at the lake or just even in the backyard and just write down what I can see, um, describe. You know, it's kind of like when you're at school and you had to do creative writing, describe what you can see, describe what you can imagine, what, you can, what you're feeling, um, your thoughts, write down a dream that you had, um, your prayers, goals, wishes, or sometimes I'll find a song that I love the words and I'll write that down or a poem that I love and I'll write that down in my journal because then you can find it again. <laughs> um, make up a story, whatever you like. So creativity is really boosted by writing down your thoughts. And um, the more that you write, the more creative you'll get. So this has really been demonstrated in the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Um, writing can really boost your creativity and actually um, increases your creativity at work and helps you to problem solve and think of new ideas so creative writing is not just something you do at school you can do it as an adult as well so I'm gonna leave it there because it's it's gone a bit long but I'll talk about another healthy habit that I find really helpful next week and that one will be all about spending time in nature. All right, thanks so much for listening. If you have any insights or you wanna share how you journal, um, please put a comment on this video or on one of the posts on social media and share your thoughts. Also, um, your thoughts on starting a new year and how it's going and having the right mindset for that gentle um, start to a year and tell me what you're thinking. I would love to hear about it. All right, thanks so much, guys. Have a wonderful week, and I will chat to you next week.